0: february 14th it's a monday i can tell you one thing that is certain two certainties we will be putting out some kind of a show i don't know good bad whatever and it is not nearly as nice here as it was in california is that fair jesse gibson jesse rhodes gibson the Rhodes scholar sports boy jesse b jg mafia jesse boy are you just
1: intravenously just plugging in the monster into your veins right now? Is that what that, is that happening? I went back and looked at our oh YouTube
0: my. and I was like, my voice, not as much energy because I hate being in front of people publicly, but now I'm back yeah. in my haven. I've got nothing but dogs and empty house.
1: I'm ready. <laughs> you are. This is this is the safest place for you you could ever be. And therefore, you're excited to be here. I, um, I decided to just really catch up on all the missed sleep. I think I overslept. I slept a solid 12 hours last night. Um, and today, I'm just dancing around in a fog mentally, but I'm having a great time dancing. Ronick, doing and Ronick is going to make slide. sure we
0: get some sort of a clip because Jesse looks like a child with his haircut.
1: No, well, there's nothing being recorded, so.
0: Okay, well, I'll take a picture of it. I'll screen grab this. Don't you worry. Okay, here's what I want to do. We have plenty of LA banter coming up to recap the trip, card shop visits, stuff yes. like that. Give me your world-famous R.D., And then your and then your BP and then we'll get going. Okay, SB. I can. What's the SB?
1: Sports boy. I just thought Super Bowl because I got SB
0: on the brain. I like the stock the duty free (laughs) shot. Oh my god! What is wrong with you? That song's coming out during the show. I'll tell you that. Well, you know what? We'll save that for the backstory. We are back.
1: All right, it's the rundown Super Bowl review. Uh, back where we just were, or it's like, we're heading right back, back to LA talking about all the guys movement up and down after the win, uh, for the Rams. Not, not my favorite ending to that game, but it was okay. It was still a great game. Uh, we also have some fanatic news we're going to touch on. I think, uh, I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with this. I haven't seen I have not seen it. You, it. you so. brought
0: this to my attention.
1: We're going to talk 2022 top series one to prep you for the new release coming out later this week. Yep. Uh, Mike has something he didn't want to tell me what it meant, so I'm not even going to run it down. Uh, we've got some weekly pickups, and then we're going to do a little review of LA and all the card-related topics uh, to discuss there. And then finally, with your boy, Mailbag. Mailbag is not a person, your boy. it's a sentient being. <laughs> okay. It's a, sent- it's a sentient being. And with that being said, big picture.
0: I had no interest in this game yesterday, which is a shame because it was a good game. Pretty good game. Did you watch the Super Bowl or no? Watched every Did moment you? of it. Okay. I was curious. Here's the thing.
1: If it weren't for the the uh, commercials, I don't know if I would. I always... And that in the halftime show,
0: not too shabby. And
1: this year, and I always fast forward the halftime show. I watch some of the game, watch every commercial and fast forward the halftime show. This year, watched every moment of all of it and loved all of it. Honestly, it was all. Great. I could have
0: lived without 50 Cent and Mary J. Blige. If I'm being honest.
1: But- <laughs> the Mary J. Blige, the only thing was her hair was so long. Like I kept my wife and I were just like, she's gonna trip on it. Tough, like she's literally gonna stand it's a on tough it. It was so listen right there. Uh, it wasn't a tough listen. She sounded great.
0: Okay, so we've seen some pretty significant moves, as you would expect. The Rams are up, the Bengals down. Um... There's a couple things that irritate me right off the bat. If, some not as up as you'd expect, though. No, a couple things right off the bat that irritate me. We'll talk about the Bengals first. You can plug and play whatever numbers you want to throw in for Bengals stats. Probably just Burrow. Um, Burrow's down way more than I thought it would be last night. I thought we'd see a 15 to 20% drop. We've seen more than that in quite a few cards. Give me some. Shoot me some specific yeah. examples. This is a, a Bill Simmons-friendly show. We're only five minutes in. Specific card examples right now, please.
1: I think this is a Bill Simmons show. We'd be like one minute. In Let's and go. Have cards on. do um, Joe Burrow is being brutalized. I would say his 2020 Panini Prism uh, PSA 10 last selling on sun, uh Yes. Sunday. The 13th. $509.
0: Before the game. Yep.
1: Before the game. Uh, as of today, the last sale was $355. As of today,
0: so quite a drop with the Panini base prism, which I think is to be expected. The base was going to be the thing that took in the teeth the most, which is fine. What else? What else do you have for Burrow stuff? I
1: mean, is that not like what is that thirty percent? Thirty percent. That's, 30%. that's an, well, uh, that's that's crazy. Nothing compared to the twenty twenty Donnarumma drop though. Uh, so the, his PSA ten there was selling for two eighty four. As of yesterday, or as of today, it is now down to
0: why we can keep this one going. Jesse's having some issues with his computer. I can fill
1: one hundred and eighty dollars. There you go. Yeah. One eight,
0: from two eighty
1: four again 35
0: percent. That's that's tough.
1: Oh man, that hurts. And I mean, I wonder too. the The pop count on it is very high. It's uh, but it's just sure. a, I'm sorry, not very high. It's twenty eight hundred. It but it, that's high for someone who just came out. I, I would think, well, actually, I don't know. What do you think? For football, basketball numbers, we always talk yeah, about 20,000 way, way higher. higher.
0: I mean, th- here's the thing. These high pop cards, relatively high pop cards. So anything base is mm-hmm. going to take it on the teeth, the biggest over the next couple of weeks. I think yeah. it gets interesting, though. What happens a month from now? Does does he experience a 30% today as the immediate reaction? And then, oh, by the way, 15 to 20% off of these prices in the middle of the offseason, in a month, two months. That's where I think Burrow starts to get weird with pricing. Like, where's the floor here? Because the most ridiculous sentiment I've seen now is the morons on social media, and it is full of it. I mean, I almost feel like you have to be stupid to be on social media now. Like, it's almost a requirement. It's ridiculous. We are also
1: on social media. Follow Follow us on on Instagram, Instagram, Twitter. (laughs) It's
0: just, it's brutal. Like, right after the game, see, Herbert's still better than Burrow. Well, one guy just led his team to a Super Bowl where they lost by four points, Three points. The other guy uh-huh. didn't make the playoffs because he couldn't beat the Raiders. What are we talking about Herbert for in the same sentence as Joe Burrow? You want to say he's going to have a better career? Fine. Like, if you have a feeling, it's cute. The the Burrow hatred, and I don't like Burrow at all. I have no personal connection. I have nothing invested. Not a single Burrow card. If you don't think he's a top five quarterback going into next season, I think you're an absolute moron. If you wouldn't take him right now over Justin Herbert, because we've seen what Burrow does under pressure. He plays pretty stinking good. Well, I'm not saying Herbert couldn't also be great. He's never made a playoff game appearance. What? Like, I just thought that you know, oh, it, 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 Burrow looked like cool as a
1: cucumber walking into that place, and I, I honestly feel like the just his overall demeanor throughout the whole thing was like, this guy seems like he's been playing for for decades. That's my biggest takeaway. I think did.
0: Burrow's going to be the guy. There's no way the offensive line on that team gets any worse than this year, and there's no way they play a better offensive front seven than they played in the Super Bowl. That's why he got sacked so much. That team is great. Okay. Let's talk about some winners. You, oh, God, sorry. You got a thought?
1: But I just I do have a question for you, because you've probably looked into this more. Is anybody talking about the fact that he was sacked as many times as he was? Like, like give the guy a little credit like he was. Not
0: much. Now it's at, just, oh, he lost. See, told you it was going to happen. happen. He played great. Okay. And he played against this generation's greatest defensive player, in Aaron Donald, and Von Miller's there, too, and Jalen Ramsey and the rest of that team. It's a savage oh, defense. No. Like, just a good defense. What do you want? I mean, he has a horrible offensive line. So...
1: So bottom line though, do you think Burrow goes down? I think so. I think right he now.
0: becomes an interesting okay. offseason buy if his pricing continues to drop. And we're getting into the thick okay. of the offseason. So yeah, could be. Um so let's talk some winners. Winners. We got three. I want to talk about Stafford, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, in any order you want to talk about them. So uh
1: I've got Coop at the top of my list, so let's talk let's about talk about that. Jake Paul, Puppy, Cooper
0: Coop. Cup first. MVP of the Super yeah, Bowl. A- as undeserving as it could have been. I thought Aaron Donald was hands down the most valuable player on that team. I didn't think it was close awards seem to always go to offensive players so that's fine. Um what are we seeing with with the coop the cup coop cup So 2017 rookie by the way for him.
1: Um Cuppy Coop uh, if we're looking at let's see PSA 10 2017 um prism all of those are silver. Okay. Pop not huge 222 game was selling about 520 to 540 post game popped up to 600 um big you know it was a nice jump i i kind of would have i kind of would have expected more honestly but you know
0: so i will say this this is basically what i'm seeing aside from his super low end like i saw somebody sold the national treasures 101 logo patch auto yeah some of his one-on-one stuff's gonna go really really high um in general i think it was about a 8 to 20% jump, depending on the card, including this prism, which was right in about the 12% range. The two things you would do with Cooper Cup. One, you sell him today on the high, because he's not going to go up any higher in the offseason. Two, you just hold him and wait, because I think he's going to be very good next year. Still is a good quarterback. I mean, he was the best receiver in football this year. Set the Almost set the record, or maybe he did set the record. I forget. Took him an extra game, so I don't really consider it that great. But he's unbelievable. Um, Another guy, though. Talk about overreactions. Where does he rank among the all-time greats? What? I can tell you where he where he rates. Cooper Cup could not hold the cup of Randy, Larry, Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens yet. So I I don't know. It's not a knock on the kid. He's had a couple good years all time. What are we talking about? I this fascinates me how many people want to go on these ridiculous takes now, about how somebody's an all time guy. Um, But with Cup, I think there's two. Those are the two areas I think you sell right now or you don't look for a few months. And I think it's safe if you don't, because I think he is going to be very, very good. And in five years, if he plays great, then fine. We can talk about him being in the discussion of those other guys.
1: So at this point, he he continues to fall.
0: I, yeah, I think, again, just it's a natural progression in the offseason. I think we'll see a little bit of a bleed off. Yep. Where are we going next? Uh,
1: let's go to Donald then. Your, your MVP.
0: Aaron Donald was, I mean, he dominated the game. Is he at 2014? 2015? 2014. Fourteen.
1: Okay. Top's Chrome PSA ten. What's the pop? Top, not a lot. More than cup. Five
0: hundred. Two hundred fifty nine. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. I have no idea. I'll be honest with you. If you had, I'm going to just straight guess three hundred bucks.
1: That's a little high, but you're not too far off. Oh, okay. Before the game, he was selling at one seventy five. After, uh, he is two hundred fifty.
0: Here's what's interesting about Aaron Donald, and I don't know how true it is, but there was talk that he may retire after this. If that happens, his stuff's going to spike for sure because he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. The fact that he's got a ring—I mean, f- all all defensive first team. The guy's unbelievable. He really is great. And in the second Isn't half he of that the game,
1: oldest you, NFL player or something right now after Brady retired,
0: someone said no. He was drafted in 2014.
1: Oh, not Aaron Donald. Um, I, I'm sorry. I keep getting him and the other. Who's Aaron the Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other. He's like the bald white guy like i think he's on the offensive line though oh the guy Um, yeah
0: okay i could i I don't know but that would make more sense there's no way it's aaron donald um okay aaron donald played very very (laughs) well um yeah nice spike there you have any other cards of his just as examples or not Uh, yeah let's see
1: i'll pull up the 2014 prism psa 10 um it's not a high pop count by any means so it's like I don't know. I always question if we even talk about these, but there's only 36 Are you on Card Ladder, by the way? Uh, no, I'm going off of some notes from the guys.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, you could just change it to PSA 9. I'd be curious what it does. Same with that Topps no. Chrome. I wonder what that PSA 9 does. Um, I, I okay, let me give you a seconds. second to look that up, because I am curious. It is amazing, though, that a generational talent like Donald, who has now won, he's got Defensive Player of the Year awards, now he's got an, a Super Bowl ring, dominated the game. You can get his Topps Chrome PSA 10 for 250 bucks. And he and he's going to retire at some point, maybe this year, whenever. That's ridiculous. I know he's a defensive player, but he is a generational type guy. I think he's a great buy. If you're into Hall of Fame rookie type stuff, I would go and get his stuff right now. Especially if he leaves on top. Love the play. Um I'd be very uh, curious what his pricing does.
1: A there isn't a PSA nine in there. Um, is it Raw? But I, no. Uh oh, actually, hang on. Double check Raw. Raw is
0: I'm going to guess like 50 bucks, 40, 50 bucks.
1: There's a number of the tops Chrome one, but now they're all graded. Um,
0: okay, that's fine. Yeah. How much did I like dead air time, we can move on. How about the Prism 2014 Prism? Anything but PSA 10 or no?
1: Uh, no, there's nothing on the Prism. In fact, give me just two more seconds and I will see if I've got it on eBay sales. So a PSA 8 just sold for $45. Today? Today
0: so uh, that means you can get a raw for that price 45 50 bucks that's how is that not an i don't know again i'm not talking about buy it to flip it next week i just think that's a great buy if you're a defensive plenty of guys are out there with different pcs they collect hall of famers they collect you know obviously rams fans defensive uh-huh. player psc uh, pcs it's hard to go wrong with donald so he's had a nice bump i mean his psa 10 like you mentioned 250 to 330 you know not too bad um, it looks like after the win, he did have one sell for a one thirty five for a PSA nine. Sheesh. yeah, which was I mean, so close again yeah.
1: with
0: the PSA. Yeah, I, I was. think you can go. I think both those are good. So I so like Stafford's those continue to
1: go up at this point.
0: I think his pricing holds because he's an all time great. Unless he retires, and then they shoot up, of course. Yeah, like like okay. we'll see with Brady. I am curious all about right. Stafford. What, what did Matty do? He did not play great. Played good enough to win though. Let him down the field at the end. You know, you can have a mediocre game when you have a game-winning drive like that.
1: So that's the thing with Saverin. That's kind of the thing with this whole team is that one of the main reasons why I wanted the Bengals to win was which I always want the underdog to win. Um, But it's also because I feel like it's better for the card hobby overall because they just don't, like they have more cards that guys can go out and buy and trade.
0: More relevant, yeah.
1: Yeah, the, the Rams, like all their top guys, Cup, Donald Stafford. They just don't have that many cards out there. Like we're talking not about compared his... to
0: 2020. Yeah, yeah,
1: you're right. Exactly. Um, sure. So that being said, Stafford, 2009, PSA 10, tops Chrome, top 122. Before the game, uh, it was 875 $900 or so. After the game, popped up to 1200 and
0: 1400 Yeah, I mean, it cements a guy like that. He's going to retire with top five, top 10 stats overall, all time. And he's got a Super Bowl ring now. I don't think he's a top 10 guy of all time by any means, but you could certainly argue he's a top 20 type quarterback. Again, just look at the numbers and he's got a ring. That's pretty big. Um, I still like his 2009 contenders under a thousand bucks. I don't think it's terrible for a guy like that, who again is going to be a first ballot guy. Um, So yeah, Stafford, I'm glad to see him win. I think it validates it. And I knew a couple guys who were holding Stafford stuff. I think he has now at least secured himself in that role. Like first ballot Hall of Famer better than you know he's now separated himself from guys like uh your first one that came to mind like philip rivers rivers probably had a higher peak but stafford's got a ring that's oh phil rivers yeah your buddy phil big difference yeah. i mean i think now this kind of puts him in that top 25 all-time type discussion um despite having a lot of mediocre years in detroit so interesting uh super bowl boom roasted
1: wait wait, wait wait you didn't even say did you so did you oh you did you liked the halftime though i thought that was awesome
0: Everything uh, but 50 cent. Fifties, Fifties like me. 50 cent. Uh, hanging here's here's down. the deal. 50 a lot like me. 10 years ago when he was first coming out. Awfully in, in awfully good shape. I was too. <laughs> 10 years later, not so much. You know what you're not going to see me doing? Wearing a tank top and hanging upside down.
1: Yeah, but a lot of he's just thick with muscle, is what that is. He's That's, even
0: more buff. Eh, okay. Me too. No. So I did. And Snoop, dude, say what you want. Snoop Dogg's just the coolest dude. Like, he just, I don't know. As a performer, I just think it's fun to watch, man. Him and Dre. I, I do
1: question if anyone older than millennials, which we're technically millennials in our mid 30s, I wonder if anybody uh, older than that was like, yeah, I love this.
0: Oh, I think everybody 30 years and older loved it.
1: 30 years and older. Yeah, those like, are old. there's definitely a cutoff range for people. I, I oh. saw some text messages from people in their 60s who were like, Oh, what is this? I don't like rap. Yeah, a
0: bunch of white southerners. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But but like in LA,
1: I mean, that's what oh, everybody grew that, you know, Yeah, 100%.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that was massive for a lot of people. So. so then maybe the real
1: question is, did the younger audience like it?
0: Which, that's what I was curious about. How much did the younger, younger audience get? Even Eminem, he hasn't been relevant in years. Like He was huge when we were growing up, but he hasn't been relevant. Maybe he has. I don't Not like he was.
1: He, uh, he has that mom's spaghetti place. Sure. It's a restaurant.
0: Yep. So He's a good cool. cook. All right. Do your um, news fanatic's thing. Fanatics news. Yep, right. Give me this. I have not heard.
1: All right. So let me, I'll read off a few quotes for you, basically. But uh, he was on Yahoo who Finance. Oh, that's a good question. Mr. Fanatics. Uh, not Luber. This is Ruben. Ruben went on, uh, CEO of Fanatics, talking about future of the card industry. Okay. Uh, some stuff that I thought pretty interesting. I think encouraging, and I, I, I'd like to get your take on it. So he's quoted as saying... Are we doing a um, read and react?
0: Are they going to read one bullet point yeah, react? Yeah, some
1: of this I am. Yeah, some okay. of these are quotes I'm going to read. Basically, I, And I also want to say thank you, sports card... Uh, sports collectors daily as usual providing some really nice hobby content um so i'm going to be quoting a lot of stuff from that have we ever so you ever talked to those
0: people no are they
1: no no but they they provide great content and i don't mind shouting it out um so as we all know they've bought out uh tops now they also have the next round of licensing for mlb nba nfl um they are you know what? A lot of people aren't familiar, and I sped through it. Your little let's go comment isn't needed, okay? Hold off until you're called upon. Freaking sweater loving. It's a right. again. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, He's quoted as saying you have this really big business, and no one is marketing the growth of the category overall. So when we think about this business, we think about today a business, 10 to $15 billion, essentially, has no marketing spend. Uh, We believe to really grow the industry overall, we think we're going to be the person that's most responsible for growing this industry. We need to aggressively market and get more collectors into the business. I kind of, I 100% agree. I kind of love that
0: idea. Absolutely. He wants to take Um, this from a niche thing to something you see at ball games. And oh, by the way, they happen to be heavily invested in all major sports going forward.
1: Yeah, no I, argument. I, I think
0: that's great news.
1: I was hoping to see something like a Super Bowl ad or something that just involved a card, but it he does go on to point out at some point that there are still four more years until they get like Panini's you know, NBA and NFL stuff, but that but with Topps
0: this year, that's where I'm yeah. curious. I mean, Topps releases uh, Wednesday, series one. I mean, obviously, that's been done and printed for a while. Like, I don't know if Fanatics had anything to do with that. But going mm-hmm. forward, when there's more exciting releases, are those going to be marketed, advertised? Are they going to reach out to someone like us? Hey, break our stuff early. Give us a show. You yeah. know, I'm just curious. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, 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 I do wonder. But I think it's good. If you're going to market something and bring more eyeballs, good for the industry as a whole.
1: So he says Ruben believes the key to is to turn fans, the sports fans, into actual collectors. Uh, he's quoted as saying, we're thinking about two things. How do we exponentiate and grow the amount of collectors in the business to grow the market? The second thing is, how do we make the collector experience much better? So he says, I'm so, I'm highly confident that when we begin marketing for the first time and improving the collector experience, we can get consistent growth.
0: Here's how you do both those things, Mike. Pretty simple. Have retail locations in, in arenas. Day one. You've already got lids and majestic jersey shops and all that stuff. Fanatics stores in there. Put some cards in there that are for sale that are not super expensive. The people are not going to go in there and clean out and resell. If you go to a baseball game with your kid starting in a couple months, and oh, by the way, Fanatics, brand new, releasing this Tops product. Um, you know, play the nostalgia of it. Your dad was ripping tops 50 years ago, pulling Mickey Mantle cards. Now you can go and rip your favorite player. Done. Baseball card, tops pack in the, in the retail store when you're at the game three bucks a pack sold
1: dude you just basically that was your resume as their marketing person that's not a bad idea honestly i I think that's the exact
0: thing you do utilize what you have that's different you don't need to come in and make every card shop the most unbelievable card shop in the world too i think card shops have a place in this but we've had card shops the last 70 years you know we haven't had major retailers and arenas selling cards and oh by the way I don't want to give this all the way, but even like the stuff we were talking about Octagon Are you people Are holding some with, back
1: for the actual job interviews? No, that, but for our stuff. Like, I'm going to give you
0: parts like, A like and B of ES, the plan. Yeah, like before a game, you're talking to these athletes anyways. Cool, rip a pack of cards with them. Halftime, cool, bring another athlete. Rip a box of cards with those guys. It's pretty easy to get that involved in the mainstream when you get a, a marketing team like them. I have a lot of ideas. I'm not handing them out for free anymore, though. <laughs> No, I do. I've thought about this a lot. I actually think this is interesting to hear him say it. Sorry.
1: Um, no, no, no. I think There there are some additional <laughs> ideas uh, that I think that are already in place by some other companies. And I, you know, Panini has done a great job with NFTs. And one of the things that they do well is, you know, how many guys complain about all the base they have? You know, like they have all this base that means nothing. It's all these players they don't know anything about. I love how Panini did it with their NFT market is basically, hey, you got all these cards, maybe they don't mean anything to you. If you could collect them all together, you could trade them in for this card right. or something Make like that. I think, that's, I think something like that in the physical card world is not a bad idea either. I think that'd be really cool. Um, so he goes on to say, um, basically talking about how younger investors uh, are looking at alternative investments and that's why they're putting so much money into the space. Um, he says, my goal would be uh that they have another fifty million to hundred million new collectors into this uh into this area. I think it's I mean, honestly fifty to hundred million across the world is different than fifty to hundred million in the US. You know, that's yeah. a third of the population.
2: Yeah so you he know, wants across to, the world so is so insane he wants to and that's it. what they could do.
1: Yep. Um I think the last thing here was um they're talking about phonetics oh the Ruben said that they'd like to see at least a tenfold increase in the number of people who are actively involved in the trading card space um, to some level.
2: So cool. So yeah. that's the point of the message. He wants to, he's gonna actually focus This episode is brought to you by hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Majorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, Let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things. all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend. You can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app.
3: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles And your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com.
0: Marketing. I think it sounds great. Obviously, when you market and and try to grow, you have to do it strategically. I hope they don't just turn this into a we're going to hire cool people to talk about it and pump up markets and get people in quickly and they leave. I I think you just need to make sure this is a focused marketing. Yes, you want to bring in new people and attract younger and new guys and guys who have never been in. At the same time, how do you do that and keep the majority? Some people are going to leave the hobby because they hate change no matter what. That's going to happen. But how do you keep Uh the majority of us who have been around and integrate new people? That that's where I think it gets interesting. Good news, glad to hear it. Like, let's let's see it happen. Um, hey, we're I, I, I mean, we're going to report honestly, any news anyway, so I think it's cool to talk about. I'm I'm glad to see they're being much more upfront and transparent about stuff. At least talking, give us giving us, giving us some hints about what's going to happen. So
1: seriously, no, I think every time we hear something from them, it's honestly something I want to talk about right away. So uh, there you go. That's fanatic news. 2022 Top Series One. What? Tell me more,
0: Mike. All right, quick breakdown. I'm going to be honest with you. I looked over the checklist. I think there's probably some deep sleepers and guys I'm not super familiar with. Uh, in general, there's three big names to me. Uh, so number one, well, Wander's number one, but here's the other two guys. Videl Bruhan and Jaron Duran, Duran Duran is what I call him, the kid for the for the Red Sox. So I think they're going to sell pretty well. Um, their first Bowman Chrome prospect, Raw Autos, sell for about 70 to 80 bucks a piece, which is pretty good, pretty strong as Raw Autos. So I think if you pull Duran cards, Bruhan cards, just their base flagship, I think I'd send them to SGC. I think SGC 10s are probably going to sell in the $50 to $70 range and that somewhere in there. And I'm high on the prospect. I'm kind of bullish on the prospect market right now. Anyways, um, Wander is where it gets interesting to me. So right now, Robert from 2020 is selling for like 50 bucks for a PSA 10. I think Wander's probably going to sell for double that, maybe triple, but I'm going to be honest for a hundred bucks. I'm not taking a shot to send those to PSA. It's too much money. It's too much of a risk and paper cards are tough to grade. Anyways, I honestly think those three guys, I would send every single one of them to SGC tomorrow, 23 bucks a card, get them graded. I think an SGC 10 Wander probably brings you close to a hundred. So I I think there's money to be made here. I think there's money in the quick flip Um, and any big color. I actually think I would do the five day, 50 bucks, for uh for SGC and be the first one on the market with a 10 or with a graded version of a of the full fo- of the rainbow foil or of the numbered cards overall I think the go ahead I was
1: gonna ask you is 135 for the bucks overall a, a good price
0: it's fine it's, it's a little high in my opinion because I don't think the checklist is as strong and obviously grading rookies is not what it used to be where it was 10 bucks with PSA and they're selling for 200 you know like the Acuna years um but I also think this is a product you're going to be able to find for 100 bucks or close to 100 bucks for hobby box tomorrow or Wednesday or right after because a lot of guys don't break it. there's too much base, there's not much money in it. So a lot of guys are going to look to dump this stuff off for a profit, but get it moved. Flip side of this, I would say, I think the class is is shallow to start because it's again, one superstar, two pretty good names and some other average guys. Um, but I don't think this is the worst one if you can get a case super super cheap. I mean, like eight, seven, eight, nine hundred dollars. If you want to take a case like that, and you get a little extra cash. I think this is one I might throw in the closet because eventually the grading of base is going to pick back up, and you do have wander in it. So I, I think there's an interesting play there with holding the case of this stuff back. I forgot to ask Eddie, but I am going to see if I could just buy a case of our allocation for this and just leave it. It's super just cheap. Hold onto it. Yeah, I'd say um, hey, let's just shelf it for five, ten years and see what happens. Who knows?
1: So as far as this goes. It we talk about all the time how baseball is not like the overall sport that guys love as far as just fandom um, for current Watching audiences. it, rooting yeah.
0: interest, correct. Hobby, but opposite.
1: Hobby has a huge interest. Correct. Uh, for the guys, maybe newer guys who have not gotten into uh, to baseball, as far as this goes, is there anything they would need to know, like anything different than, it's a boring say, NFL product. or basketball?
0: It, this is a boring product. Is what did I gotta tell you? It's good okay. if you're in the sport, if you're into grading stuff you know, you get an auto or a jersey per box, but the, this is a bulk type product. I'm going to rip a whole case of this and buy a team, uh, the Red Sox, because I'm going to grade every single Duran Duran card I had. Or I'm going to buy the Rays and every Bruhan and every Wander, I'm going to send off sub, hold, grade. It's not one where you're going to open it and you're going to hit big autos every case even, because it's not. The chase is there for simply the bulk amount of rookies. Okay, gotcha.
1: Um, And how does this, uh, what do you think this does if there is a delay in the season or if there is no season this year? This about, does this go up, down?
0: I think it pretty much, this is one that pretty well holds pat, you know, stays on pat because it's not a prospect product and it's not a big, I mean, it's a rookie product, but look at the number one rookie is Wander and we've seen him play. So it's not like this is a rookie where, you know, other rookies like Duran and Brujan rookies, I'm not buying those right now until I see what they do. Wander, we've already seen that, so I, I do. I, I, this is one I'm going to take a case uh, again, super cheap on a flyer, throw it in the closet, and forget about it for a year or two.
1: Got it, okay. Um, that is your we like releases.
0: to do free shop. He, duty free, by we, the way, Scam we found this out at the <laughs> checkout. They asked Jesse what state he's going to, he tells him Tennessee sales tax or where I'm going. And what a load apparently of apparently, you only get the duty. We're not we as just watched Seinfeld. Travelers. We just watched that episode, and we didn't get the Apparently discount.
1: We had to go out of country to get the duty free. We, we lack like um, the
0: duty free shot. I love and then that. That song was. Oh, I sang it the, the rest of the afternoon in the, the airport. Just, yep. Um, hey, you know what I was going to tell you? your mom? We lacked to stop. I was just working, <laughs> working everything we did. I loved it.
1: <laughs> Don't talk about my mom. The, the pilot just announced oh,
0: we lack like to stop.
1: <laughs> Robert PSA ten. That, that, what are we talking about? We just here? talked about it. Yeah, so we oh, just we did with. included that in there.
0: Yep, Luis Robert, Robert, whatever. Oh, Next. you Say
1: Robert? How am I supposed to know that? Next. Um Weekly pickups.
0: We lacked. <laughs> stop. You got to stop. <laughs> um, yeah, so I put out the call on today's Monday, on Thursday's episode when we were yep. in LA at the Panini event.
1: By the way, sorry for my audio on that, guys. That was a little rough, but.
0: Sorry for the audio that whole week. It wasn't just you, and it wasn't just me. It was it was bad. We it has been taken note of, and it will be better. Um, I had fun doing it outside. I did think that was cool. I actually Uh-oh. like on a rooftop a in LA. It was pretty awesome. But anyways, yeah. um, I put out the call then like, Hey, I think Simmons is the buy of everybody on trade day. Simmons has had some nice movement. We'll talk. So we're going to recap the Simmons and Harden pricing moves on Thursday. I want to see cause Harden, they both will have played their first game. We'll have some more comps. I'm curious what their movement is pre and post trade. So I was able to buy three Select Silver PSA 10 rookies. One of them was like a concourse level, the other two were base. I paid $885 for the three, which was pretty much right under comps of the first post-trade comps. I'm very interested to see what those do. Um, and that's it. Like, I'm not looking to spend a ton of money. I spent about a thousand bucks on Simmons. I want to see what it does. Um, and yeah, I'm good. Which here's I would say though, that this is one of the first um buys to flip i've made recently everything i've been buying lately has been all personal collection stuff because i've just been like actually enjoying card collecting again so um yeah so we'll see so we'll talk more about that but i did land some nice simmons stuff uh, i thought
1: the whole thing with simmons was wasn't his uh wasn't selling at like 250 or something last week
0: so it was selling for your... like 150 ahead of time or 150 to 200 then it jumped all the way up to 400 but these are like the three little under 300 a piece. So,
1: oh, okay, okay, yeah. oh, the silvers. I see what you're saying, correct?
0: Select silvers, not the prisms.
1: Got it, got it, got it. Okay, and cool. I still do, um, I, I still
0: feel the same. I think the Nets are going to be the team that comes out of this shining. The Nets and Phillies, I think, are both, I mean, uh, 76 are both going to be really tough.
1: Uh, well, let's save it for Thursday and we'll talk more about it. Save uh, for the uh, show. That, being z- that being said, that being said, what me. was your favorite part of LA, bud? We, like we just came back, we're back. The well, weather was like, nice.
0: I hate hot weather. It was like 85 to 90 every day. No humidity. Breeze every day. The weather was the stinking shade, nice.
1: It was glorious.
0: Even in the yeah. sun, it wasn't like Even in the sun, it
1: wasn't that. Nothing compared to that part was south cool. of the humidity.
0: Um, the card shop scene was insane. I mean, when you Googled card shop anywhere from where we stayed in Glendale and then in Pasadena, downtown, up in Burbank, like no matter where you were, you put in baseball cards and like 10 shops popped up if I was 21 and single again, I would be out there for a month and I would just do, I would just go shop the show. I would spend like just a few weeks and hit every single one. Max out
1: all your credit cards.
0: It, oh, at 21. Yeah. My $3,000 <laughs> limit at 21. We maxed out yeah. the first hour. Um, yeah, it was, it that was overwhelming so. to me. Um, we went to
1: three specifically though, and we'll have more content on our YouTube page. Yeah, so that's all going
0: to be on YouTube. We went to Burbank, which was. Oh, do your thing. I'm sorry, I'm hijacking this now. What do you? Yeah, it's
1: okay. Now sometimes I don't even uh, listen anymore. Um, so what was your favorite? We went part? to three different parts. No, no, uh, I, I enjoyed honestly. Here's if you guys haven't been able to tell, sometimes I'm super positive. I'm Mister I'm Positivity, and I, that turns on especially when Mike goes to the dark side. But other times, I go to the negative side because I I like to plan for the worst, And I was honestly thinking there's going to be something that goes horribly wrong on this trip. There was not an occasion where anything went horribly wrong. In fact, everything went almost exactly according to plan and very smooth, if not better than what we were expecting in some situations. The VRBO,
0: Um, the Airbnb nightmare the first night, but it was (laughs) resolved in two hours and it was done the I very agree.
1: first day, yeah, flying in, I left my laptop at the security checkpoint. But we got it. The we got it back. The bug, the bed bug thing. We got out the of there. New place. That was a win. That was a win for you. Yep. Um, but after that, it was honestly it was such smooth sailing. And then, like going up to to Burbank Car Shop and had no we did not call them ahead of time because we didn't want it to seem staged or fake or anything. Well we just called got to see if there. we
0: we called to ask if we could do content. We didn't tell them who we were though.
1: Yeah, we called like twenty minutes before we got there and just said, Hey, do you guys care if we just do a little filming? And we did and then all of a sudden Rob comes out and like as if he had weeks to prep, like just toured us around talking about everything. Um so that I think went really well. You guys if you haven't checked it out, check out the YouTube uh the first one on our first day. Uh then the one we went to in Beverly Hills, it was a small shop.
0: Yeah, I, that was very unimpressed. That, that was the one that was irritating to me. Um, we ripped the box of 2002. They actually had some old boxes in there, like from the early 2000s, late 90s. It was tough, though. Everything was 30 feet away. Like, everything was super high up on the shelf and far away. I was like, oh, man. I Yeah, that.
1: Yeah. It, the guy was nice he was nice at, we also first, started like,
0: filming without talking to him and that rubbed him the wrong way and rightly so and, and that just kind of set the tone for me then i was like uh, yeah i was I don't not think comfortable it was that big, that. he he I,
1: he honestly i was just taking pictures of what they had it wasn't like a big thing he yeah. i think that you thought it was bigger than it was but the guy does do some pretty cool stuff with kids um as far as like giving them like free yep free money to buy cards if you their, read a in book that place that was yeah, pretty you cool. you read a book, you write like a little report like yep. on it. Um, and it, he said to me, honestly, the overall reason he does that is he just he doesn't care about the reports. He just wants to bring more kids into the hobby. And I think that's yep. awesome. Very cool. Um, so we'll have some more of that also on upcoming YouTube stuff. And then we last place we went to was Bullpen LA, which Dude, Mitch can and I those take guys this? are awesome. Give me give yeah, two minutes about
0: Bullpen because Bullpen, talk about going out of your way. So first of all, I've never met Mitch. He's one of the owners. So Don Kohlish, DC is a guy I've done business with for years. He helped me out when I started breaking. He's a, I think he's like a very small kind of silent partner in there, like owner type thing, whatever. Great dude. Didn't get to meet him, but I knew him coming into it. Ty is one of the owners as well. And I think Ty actually works like day to day at the shop, the majority of the time or evenings, whatever it is. Um, I know her just from talking around clubhouse. She's, I mean, you can, you talk to her for two minutes, you know, she's super in the hobby, very knowledgeable. Um, and I had talked to her, hey, we're coming out. And I think she, yeah, come on, we'll, we'll do something, no problem. I just didn't follow through. That was my fault. But I thought, you know, we have a, at least enough to name drop when we get in there, regardless of who we come across. We walk into the bullpen. This is the one near LAX, the, the flagship location, he called it. We walk in, there's four or five guys behind the counter. And like, everybody kind of just looked at us, because we come walking and we're pretty, you know, there are four of us. Like, can we help you guys? Like, what's going on? And so Jesse was like, hey, we're just hoping to get some footage. I mean, Jesse was pretty... This little angry fella with a beard is basically like a mad Santa Claus. She's like, no, we don't allow any filming in here. No, no chance. Like, I mean, shut us down. Even Jesse's like, well, we're sports.
1: I'm like, I'm going to kill you, Mike. Yeah, I was we're like, sports cards. I'm like, you got to call ahead. We got to it. And I totally places. disagree. Like, no, it's it's totally
0: fine. disagree. You don't have to do that. You have to just be in there and be in there. So then Jesse's like, well, you know, we're sports cards. Nonsense. Working with Simmons. Can we do? No, I don't care who you are. I know who you are. It doesn't matter.
3: Yeah, like, you know what?
0: who we were. We didn't, say, didn't we didn't say a lot. And I just thought to myself, my thinking was, hey, let's just do this. Let me just shop. I'm going to buy stuff here either way because they have a not even close. I've never, ever seen anything like the amount of wax, the amount and the variety of wax they had sealed product. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, so I thought, when regardless. We'll release
1: that episode. We'll let you guys know so you can actually see it. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. So, regardless, I was like, I'm going to buy some stuff. And I think that's what won them over is that we kind of stuck around. I told Mitch to his face. I was like the most crazy transformation I've ever seen from total jerk who hated us five minutes in the little fella hops. I liked him because he was shorter than me right off the bat. He's also one of the few people I've met in the hobby who is as outspoken as I am and does not mind just bashing people when they deserve it, which I absolutely love. I've said for a long time, there's not nearly enough transparency in this business talking about other content creators, other shop owners, other influential people. Uh, Mitch, we will have him on the podcast one day because Mitch not only knows a lot and knows almost everybody, he will actually speak honestly about things, which I think is cool. He invited I would not us- say
1: he's abrasive, though. Like, Don't no. go in there intimidated by him. No,
0: like- but he's three feet tall. How intimidated can you be? And he doesn't wear shoes. No. That was the other like- thing that was great. He's a great shop owner. I'm, I'm playing up the story, obviously. It was great. Within five minutes of us just walking around after that, after the whole no film, hey, come back here. Let me show you the war room. I mean... Wax like I have never seen, uh, unbelievable stuff. Showed us the breaking area. Um, they had some awesome singles as, as well. If we had more time, I actually could have found some singles in there. The other thing was surprising to me, which I did not expect from a shop like in downtown LA. The price on wax was as competitive as any shop. Uh, yeah, even as the most online. I mean, Frank, our buddy Frank Mello, who I've known for years, Frank ended up buying a, a full case of 2019 Bowman draft. Got a, I thought he got a great price on it. If there was more, I would have bought one myself. Um, some of the high-end singles in there I thought were very competitively priced. We spent a couple thousand in wax. Jesse found Star Wars packs, stuff you don't find anywhere else. I just, I was very, very impressed with the overall selection. He had enough people working in there, so you weren't waiting around trying to ask people questions. The place was busy. Uh, and then, again, this dude talked about total 180. He's like, hey... Yeah, I do know who you guys are. He actually t- told us about some content we had done that he had listened to. Then he gave us a couple free boxes, a couple hundred bucks worth of free stuff. He's like, hey, make sure you give this away to your audience. So we will. We'll do that like a live Insta and include it on YouTube, whatever. But I would say of all the shops, I was blown away by what they had, the amount, the pricing, the personalities. Every one of those guys was super nice to us at the end of the day, too. Like all, I think there oh, were four guys. Yeah. Um, they have a bunch of locations, too. Had I known yeah. it was going to go that well at that one, I would have scheduled time to go to all three or four locations I had. Like it was that, I was that impressed with, and I don't, I rarely am impressed with customer service. They blew, I was very impressed with what we had there. Even little stuff as we're leaving. Oh dude, you forgot top loaders. Dude, just grab a pack, grab some top. You need penny sleeves for those things. Jesse's, he gave, bought random Star Wars pack. No, come around here, break them right now. A content cool. creator's dream. Like it was awesome for the content, but if we didn't have cameras even, I was blown away. So I yeah. would never say this to his face. I think Mitch is a great guy. <laughs> no, I thought it was I was awesome. When we go back to LA, we yeah. will be scheduling time for every one of their shops. Cause they told me the other shop had way more singles. I was asking about my PC stuff and they had it there. Um yeah, well, that, it's not
1: just sports cards. Any of you guys who are into Pokemon and all that stuff, so you got stuff. a shop dedicated to all non-sports trading card stuff. Jesse
0: you you got a bunch of Star Wars packs from the '80s, which you um, can actually grade out and do pretty well with. Like, it's pretty yeah, cool. I bought some mosaic the, football. That's what I was ripping during the game last night.
1: Some of those Star Wars are for me, but other I do have. Like, I'm gonna at least keep one pack sealed, and I'll do nice. a giveaway of that as well. And then we, I
0: think we grade a few. So one idea we had talked about on the show, YouTube, are here. We rip some of those. Like I have the other box of mosaic. I, me and Hannah ripped one last night and had fun. But I thought for another one, like you rip a pack or two, I'll rip some mosaic football packs. we we'll be like, hey, yeah. we pulled these cards. It's worth X if it's raw, but it's worth this if it's graded. You know, SGC, mm-hmm. PSA, what makes sense. So, um, um, yeah, that made it speaking, for me. I was, I was very, very impressed with that one.
1: Speaking of packs, so we've put out one video so far that, um, where we ripped packs with one of the guys that we interviewed, we interviewed Elijah Mitchell. Probably, yeah. Elijah Mitchell. And we pulled actually some decent, like so, surprisingly good cards from that pack. That so we're real giving quick, away.
0: the Elijah Mitchell one that was at Panini live at the LA live Panini event. Elijah Mitchell is the rookie running back for the Niners. Uh, We did not pull his card, unfortunately, because we would have had him sign it. Or maybe we did. I don't remember. No. We ripped a box of playoff and a box of rookies and stars. It's in the YouTube video, but we pulled a Herbert auto to 25, which is worth 250 to 300. So that video is posted. There'll be two winners. One gets the Herbert, which is worth at least 250. The other guy gets everything else there. All the other hits that are worth probably 100 bucks. Um, and we talked like uh, no, those were, six or seven I think athletes those up there, Jorge bucks or something. Yeah, Jorge Masvidal. we we actually had some stand up time with, which was cool. Ricky Williams, which was my favorite one because I remember Ricky. Aaron Jones from oh, the Packers. Aaron Jones.
1: And he found Aaron Jones found his own card and signed it. So that we'll was pretty cool. That away. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, yeah, it was overall really great experience. Uh, the guys that we got to interview were really down to earth as far as like, uh, not to disparage anybody that we've ever interviewed, but for sports guys, sometimes it's not always the smoothest, but I think they did, uh, pretty well. And hopefully you guys enjoy all that stuff. And like, I think over the next couple of weeks, yeah, two, we'll three slow weeks, release we'll be releasing them as we do. We'll let you guys know, make sure you know, to enter giveaways and all that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it was just overall a great trip. I think, uh. I can safely say I had a good
0: time overall too, the content was great for us because we're trying to build up the YouTube. So it was perfect. We released like three or four shows last week already. We're going to use the other stuff. We interviewed three pretty highly, you know, highly talented, going to be highly drafted prospects from football uh, for this year's upcoming draft. We'll probably save that. Like we'll put a, a, uh, like a collage of those three. It's the wrong word, but like put those three together, release it before or after draft or something. Mm -hmm. Jesse did man on the street. I couldn't even be near him. Oh, yeah. I was laughing so hard. It was, yeah, I couldn't even,
2: Man could not even be, be close to you, up. dude.
1: Man on the street will be fun. Um, <laughs> it was <that'll> a total... <laughs> be, That was, that was, you want to say you, you think you've met all the weirdos in, in oh, Nashville, but no. then you go to LA and yeah, it's fun though. Yeah. Um,
0: then we'll cut up the bullpen to at least, I think we'll probably had bullpen in two episodes of the YouTube show. Kind of cut it up. Actual content and then the card content and the freebie afterwards.
1: If there was any actual content from the filming I did, we also did a tour of homes just driving around because I, I actually Mike liked
0: out. that dude. I, yeah, I, I, stupid. I had a good time. Yeah,
1: it was kind of fun. We saw, we saw LeBron James house and I'm pretty sure I saw him out on the deck. You'll LeBron's house video.
0: was ridiculous.
1: And it's absolutely insane. Um, so overall we had a fun time. We'll do it again. And uh, next trip here in a couple weeks, we're going to Atlanta. So, oh, two weeks. Yeah, I, I still have
0: not heard from any of those guys. I was hoping to get like a booth for a day, but eh, I'm not going to push. I don't know who they are either. I don't know anybody involved, so that's okay. fine. Oh, I'm excited. I just got my, and so usually I bug you to carry my backpack or my, my lockbox because I like, you're a little more intimidating looking than I am. I got my Zion case. It's the fitted to the backpack one. It's uh, zioncases.com. So it's literally just a backpack. And our code still works, by the way. Nonsense. So it's the just a regular backpack that fits. It has the plugins for your headphones and phone in it. And then the two row Zion case fits right in the back of it. It's kind of perfect. So it's like 100 bucks. It's like, absolutely. I need another box, anyways. So um, I
1: need a box. I need to talk to.
0: Buy a, buy a backpack one.
1: Yeah, actually. That's my thing.
0: I don't want to carry it around.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Now that I actually have all these cards, I need to get something to keep them in. Um, all right. That leads us down to...
0: Was that a ribbit? Rup. We like to stop that. You- <laughs> who's don't. singing that? Do you know the two characters singing that?
1: Stop it. Are you... Act- okay? No, sure. don't ask me that.
0: Oh, do you was- not know?
1: No, I do know. I'm just saying like, it's embarrassing that you feel like you need to ask me.
0: Who's, just in case who's- anyone's wondering. Who-
1: it's Kramer and Jason Alexander. Okay, thank you.
0: Interesting, you went with one real name, one stage name. I,
1: okay, George. And
0: and Kramer's first name, just so we all know you know, is? Cosmo.
1: Kate. I'm just trying to think of Cosmo's real name. And now I'm going Michaels, Richard. Richard,
0: there it is. Ooh, Michael, man, Re- Ma- Michael, Michael Richards. Richards, but yes. Same thing,
1: same thing. <laughs> I always say last name first. Sure. Boy Sports, take it away. Dustin Davenport, come on down. You're the first question we're going to ask in mailbag with the phonetics takeover. Oh, good, phonetics really talk. With the fanatics takeover, do you think we'll see an emergence of new sets, or will they take over the previous names and continue those?
0: I mean, Luber kind of alluded to the fact we'd see both, so I think we're going to see both some some yep. creation and some just innovation recycling. Uh, Tim McInnery nailed it. Uh, yep. Darn it, I forgot <sighs> one thing. After, I'm sorry. Shoot.
1: Do we need to touch on it now, or is it long, or is it quick?
0: Real under Just, under a minute. Uh, the first million dollar card. I don't know how this got oh, the the deleted from my notes. Card. The Pele rookie, 1958 Pele rookie, sold for 1.33 million dollars.
1: First million dollar card for a soccer card. There Savage. You go. All right. Thank you for throwing that in. Picks from Um, phone
0: got deleted and I had a few little things, so it's fine.
1: Wow. I had a few things in there too, but it's fine. Um, Tim McInery. Brutal. Glad you
0: did that again. Yep.
1: (laughs) Hollywood. Under or overrated? I'd say evenly rated in my...
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: I don't know. I think everyone talks it up. I will say I'm glad to be back. Overrated. You can't beat. Yeah. Mm -hmm overrated in, in general. Though.
0: It was, it, it was a fun time overrated in this sense. Like people like, Oh, once you go, you'll never come back. So here's the tough thing about it. A way too much. There's traffic, not just downtown. There's traffic within an hour of the city at all times. We were on the road to the airport at like th- what? 305. There was not traffic, but there was like cars everywhere, even then. And it was a Sunday morning traffic everywhere. I have no use for there were way too many people everywhere.
1: I do feel bad for the homeless population because they are everywhere. Like it's just, there's just, it's insane. I don't know what you do about it, but it is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, so, so
0: the people, and then the other thing too, we met some good people there, but even like at the LA live thing, like that crew, there's a lot of people who are just like, just live for social media or just live oh, to like be yeah.
1: awesome. There were bros there. I don't think
0: any of those people have ever said an interesting thing in their life, ever I don't think anybody out there has any real friends it's just all like, staged photos and weird we met good people, I was like, Jeff from Panini those are the two, I mean, we already knew Jason, so Jason's a good dude from Panini but Jeff and Gina from Panini were two of my favorite people we met
1: Oh, yeah. Very sweet. But, like, the um, vibe,
0: the like, the marketing and some of the agents. That one agent I told, if you ever spoke to somebody like that to get in front of me, I was going to throw him off the building. Like, I just. Oh, for one of the guys. Some yeah. of the guys have this vibe, they just can talk to people, and no one was that famous. I was like, this. So, that vibe was tough to me. Jason and Amanda, who work for Octagon, like our team. They were awesome. So, again, we just went out of our way to be with our small circle for that reason. I have no use for fake people, and there's just way too many. But then we went to, like, L.A., at Bullpen L.A., and it was great people. So that was my overall takeaway. It's a I have no use to go back, like, even once a year. Once every couple of years, fine, but I it's yep. just not for me. And
1: yeah, hey, I, I didn't even get to go to Pink's Hot Dog because I've been told it's an hour and a half wait. Yeah, I'm not again. even waiting that too, long for a hot dog.
0: Too many people.
1: Yep. Too many people,
0: but some good points. But I, I would, I, I like living in Nashville. I would take this ten out of ten times, except for the
1: weather. I would always take that weather. That was almost
0: the weather. Bad. Correct.
1: Uh, Johnny Watts thoughts about Aaron Donald possibly retiring. Plus, where the Rams? Pers- I think you meant to say personnel next year. I see a ton of changes to that team.
0: I don't know any. I have no clue about their cap implications uh free agents for the next year so that i don't know about um defensively they got to be way over the cap i would think because of some of the names um donald i don't i I would be shocked if he retires he's still a pretty young guy but we've seen this happen in the past if he retires like this when he's absolutely in his prime still i think you'd see a huge bump in pricing i think it would be sustained because he's an all-time great first ballot hall of famer and and should have been the super bowl mvp
1: um, Michael Provost asks an intriguing question with the Lakers long-term prospects look looking bleak is the next foreseeable bump in LeBron only when he retires.
0: Hmm. I'm intrigued. Um, I, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I still have this weird fantasy world in my head where the Lakers click at the right time and make a push for like the championship this year. I'm not sure how reasonable that is the further we get. And the fact that they're under 500 doesn't help that argument. But for LeBron, I guess, I mean, if you don't think they're going to have on-court success, I just, I disagree. I think if him and AD can get healthy, which is a big if, I think there's enough of a postseason bump there as well. For sure, though, I think we'd see a big time spike when he retires. Um, He's also going to be passing Kareem. Uh, man, I I don't know the exact. I'm guessing next year he passes Kareem as the all-time points. Regular season. Not the stupid stat they had up the other day. Like oh, postseason and I saw regular. It, yeah, The regular season scoring titles is a, is a big thing. But I, it looks like that's probably next year. So, uh, yeah, I think he's got some markers along the way. Okay. And it's LA. Um, Just because it looks bleak right now, it's the Lakers. They could pull off some major trades and major acquisitions in the next year and nobody would be shocked.
1: Uh, TD Ryder, thoughts on NFL draft this year with no or very few known quarterbacks coming, and can we say this last season was the year of the tight end with Gronk, Kelsey, and Cup among others, going wild and being game changers?
0: Cup's not a tight end, so I don't know how he fits in.
1: Oh, okay, thank goodness. I was like, man, I am so not good at sports boy because I thought he was right
0: isn't. Gronk wasn't that much of a... It didn't have much of an impact this year. Uh, Kelsey was great. George Kittle was very good. Um, Darren Waller, you know, I mean, there was some good tight ends. I don't know. I don't as far as this year's draft. So it's it's at least on paper right now, the way they talk, way less offensive star type talent. We'll see what actually happens. But if that ends up being the perception come April, it's going to affect the market big time. When there's not hype, it takes a long time for then on field stuff to actually get. Um, credit in the card world. So, yeah, if there's if there's very little hype coming in, it's going to be an awfully slow time, which means there'll be a good buying opportunity of boxes and cases early because you can buy in because you know these guys are good. They just don't have any hype yet. But, yeah, as of right now, it's pretty... It's almost similar to this year's NBA class. There's good players, but nobody talked about them ahead of time, so it's just not that hyped up yet. Aside from Kaminga, by the way. We, we watched that dude play the game when we were... That kid can ball.
1: Kaminga! Um, I just
0: kept yelling I do at know Jesse,
1: Cup is a wide receiver and
0: then me. I would start yelling, S- "We like the shot." It was bad, dude.
1: <laughs> uh, Christopher, tough. This will be good, I'm sure. Uh I just want to know why Jesse forgot about Trey because it really seemed to bruise some feelings. Fair. Uh, I would never, I would never forget about Trey. He's that uh, the guy who was hanging upside down, and he was really good. Oh god, I love Fishman. <laughs> With sets like Contenders and Selects oh. still coming out despite the end of the NFL season, is it still worth it to invest in those products to just quick flip? Or are those a hold until the NFL hype machine starts again?
0: You can do both. Because even if you get into them early, there's a quick flip potential. Because, it, hey, it's a new product. It's just come out perfect. If you want to hold till next year, though, it's also a good move. Because then we'll have the guys on field again. It'll be a good move there. So either okay. way, I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those.
1: Uh, overall though that's a good question is product that comes out after the season's over like in general less valuable
0: No I mean so like for football flawless and national treasures haven't come out yet so those are going to be monster monster product releases when they do This year is also weird the pandemic and the and the supply shortage have made it tough so you're going to have NBA product coming out months after the NBA season is done. You're going to have NFL coming out after the NFL season is done. I think this is just going to become kind of the new norm. What is interesting to me in any of those plays though, is those sleeper type guys or guys who maybe had a bad season. Cause again, by the time NT comes out, the year's done. If there's a guy though, that you think, you know, I actually he had a horrible rookie year, but I think he's going to be, I think he's going to play next year. Or there's a change in circumstance where he's going to have more starting time. There's an interesting opportunity to buy then because the next event is going to be this person on the field when the next season starts up. So I I do think there's some pockets where it makes sense to maybe take a risk or or jump in on some of these things. Um, But I think the wax itself will do fine.
1: Okay. Um, Dan Benidom, do you think that demand for 2021 optic and prison football will be softer due to the delays in production and the weaker draft class than 2020? Add to yeah. it, the ending of the lockdowns and such.
0: Nope. Because again, is it a weaker class in 2020? Uh, yes, but it's not like it's garbage. You still got Mac, Trevor. I mean, Fields, Trey Lanzac, Wilson still sell, you know, you still have Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle. I mean, it's it, overall, is it worse than 2020? Yes. But is it still better than 99% of the other years? Absolutely. So it's, it, it's going to sell well and the demand will not cool off by the time those come out.
1: Matt Tidmore, I am colorblind.
0: <laughs> That's it.
1: <laughs> it does have a period there, and I just I wish it just ended. You know like what? Matt's that.
0: a very direct um, person. I like that. So, my name is Matt. Vari- period. Non
1: numbered variations can be tough for me to identify. Would any of the apps like Center Stage help me identify these color variations? Sports buy, Boy belongs in Hollywood. Well, nothing wrong with that last statement. Um, <laughs> the the variations yes it does actually it it showed specifically when we did it on a few different cards it would say like it was the green or hollow or whatever the case may be so by the way um, center
0: stage is that app for your phone it's a free app it helps with identifying cards you may have to do it a few times though i would say like for some of those like disco variations try it a few times you know make sure it brings up the exact card but but it worked pretty well in our live demo
1: Uh, Again, if you guys are interested in Center Stage, it is only available on iOS at this time. Um, And like Mike said, if you don't get what you're looking for, try it once or twice. But you can also swipe to the side. It has like, it's like, oh, well, there's a couple cards that look like this. So let's swipe to the side and choose one. So that's a. Is iOS the same
0: as saying Apple or is that different? It is. It is, Mike. What does iOS stand for?
1: I don't know. Uh, Something operating system, but I don't know what the I is. It's typically the same I as in, like, iPod and iPhone and I... There's a lot of I's, but you get it. Apple has kind of, like, copywritten the I thing. Mailbag. By the way, I heard that um, uh, the kicker, McPherson, copyrighted... copyrighted... wrote... Mac something? Whatever his nickname is. Copyrighted? Copyrighted.
0: Copyrighted. Rotated? Rotated. Rotated. Robocopy?
1: Oh. Take heed it up. Take heed.
0: heed it. Head headed.
1: <laughs> Jeremy. Take,
0: take, it's take headed it up. It's take headed it up.
1: <laughs> Jeremy Judd wants to know. Lower end wax worthwhile investing in and in holding? Question mark?
0: Can be. Top series one is a great example of that. I think that's a good hold. Um yeah. Okay. What can you get think. it for? What's the pre and what is like previous years upside for it?
1: Dylan Young, late listening to Thursday's podcast. Are we going to see signed headshots for sale now?
0: I tell you this what, Dylan.
1: Nonsense! I need next to my pop century card. I'll
0: tell you what, Dylan. You start listening ahead of time. Maybe we'll share an answer with you. <laughs> Late listen? Uh, what wait, kind of excuse? Listen
1: ahead of time. Doesn't matter. No, no, I'm not time?
0: taking questions right now. I'm answering. <laughs> um, Jesse. So I. <laughs> Jesse's headshots played out really well. It was actually one of the funniest moments you will see in any of the YouTube interviews we did. Um, there is
1: one existing signed headshot of Mike out there right we're now. We're doing, by Whoa. the
0: way, we are doing a collage. I'm, I'm going to get it framed up for the new, like for the real big studio in a couple months. Um, we're doing the ringer contract that I'm holding in my hand and the okay. dual headshot. The dual
1: that headshot. is going to be one
0: nice. I'm getting that like, I'm going to spend like 100 150 bucks get that framed up really nice. I want that on the wall in the new office.
1: That'd be fun.
0: I okay, don't remember what enough. that guy's question was, but that's my answer.
1: Uh, it was just about... Headshots. we will see I more in co- upcoming videos. Yep. You'll see more. Um, excuse me. Getting all upset over here. Aaron Hernandez. Wait, isn't that...
0: A, I don't think he's with us more. anymore. This might have been written a while ago.
1: Michael Rubin and Josh Luber won a 10x... The, I already said that, Aaron. Golly, bro. Okay. Um, They want a 10x the hobby, in your opinion. How can this be done? We talked about it. We yep. already talked about it. There you good go. Good question. Ian McLaughlin. We pulled a mini 1-in-1 LaMelo Gold Auto out of Whoa. 10 out of a break this past weekend. Not too shabby. How long does it take for a redemption and a card to be received? What are the price differences if just selling the redemption or actually getting the signed card down the road?
0: You mean, if you can wait for the real card, wait. It will obviously always outsell the redemption. If you need money quick, just sell the redemption as is. It depends, you know, like LaMelo is actually finally signing now. The last couple of weeks, guys have been releasing, hey, got my redemption back live. So I would think with a guy like LaMelo, two to four months, if I best guess. Um, Other people, I mean, honestly, some of the other guys, by the time the product comes out, they have autos live and they're ready to go. You get them in two weeks i i think with Lamelo i would try to redeem that card if you can if at all possible and you can wait on the cash i would redeem that and then sell it live
1: oh man i want to know what, how much that card goes for um ian what if you do get it hit us back up let us know what it's sold for be absolutely
0: and or if you just sell the redemption tell us i'm curious
1: yeah marshall mckeever
0: hang on context... didn't eddie just pull what product did you say that was out of i'm sorry uh, was that it one in one? 80 one in one. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because Eddie just pulled the flawless number to 15. That does like seven grand, but that was a live auto. I'm kind of um, surprised one in one wasn't. That's interesting. Yeah.
1: I didn't know that the one and one had redemptions in there. I thought it was all cards.
0: No. Okay. Sorry. I meant to cut you off.
1: Marshall McKeever. Um, hang on, Marshall.
0: Is this a paragraph? How long is
1: it? It's. All right. He's got a question mark before the end. I'm going to stop at that one. In the context of trying to flip during a single NFL season, specifically next season, would there be a higher upside trying to flip a lesser known NFC QB instead of the handful of popular AFC QBs, seeing that the AFC will be a gauntlet?
0: I know. I think you're way overthinking that. Okay. I mean, so. I yeah, what would. I mean, the AFC is going to be competitive. I don't. Like. The NFC's been the NFC's been trashed for the last twenty years. Quite frankly, there's no legacy team out there. How many times has Aaron Rodgers done anything, or Drew Brees? So I don't. I don't think it's just like because the AFC's like tougher to get through. One guy in the NFC will make a whole bunch of Super Bowl appearances or something. It's, it's, I, I, I'm getting the vibe that's kind of his thought. NFC's much oh, I'm less. I was saying a, like
1: there are people who only collect or flip AFC or NFC. No, there's like I, two I, different I, I think his
0: point was in the AFC. Like, yeah, Mahomes is great, but he has to get through Allen and Burrow every year. How many times will he do that? Or Burrow. He has to get through in the NFC, who you but but that's been the same for the last twenty-five years and no one's done it. So I I yeah, I don't I don't okay. subscribe to it. Uh
1: James Zakadine, Zach Golden. oh, it's Jay-Z. Okay. It's a guy, he's it's Jay-Z. Hey guys, <laughs> Jay-Z here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hard. It's so hard. It's so hard
1: to say the names. Oh. SGC used to use a grading scale to 100. Why do you think this isn't done anymore by any grading company? Seems more accurate than a scale to just 10. I also said that to I Mike. agree. I, I, I have
0: would... no idea, but I agree.
1: I like this. I like that scale. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do it again, or maybe they'll do like a a variation of like the BGS of a 9.1, 9.2. BGS doesn't. Well, they do nine point five. Is
0: my point? Like they'll. Oh, SGC does. Yeah, uh, yeah, SGC does half grades. Yeah, oh, they,
1: yeah. SGC does half grades.
0: Yeah, man.
1: Of course. Oh, I guess they do. I I'm so used to seeing only my PA, my SGC ten that do I do a kickflip like about it. But SGC ten. I think the
0: other part about it, honestly, comes down to consumer education. Like, if one company's still doing one through a hundred, it's t- what are you doing? You just break something. It doesn't matter. Please continue. Like 1 through 100 is tough to educate people. Like, hey, this translates to these other two grades. I think that also is a is, has deterred them from doing that again. They've gone to more of a traditional, but I like that they have a little bit more option. Did you break your microphone stand? Now you're holding it.
1: No, I didn't. Mike, please. Are you good? Okay, Jake Baker Are wants to Are you good? Know, I
0: don't know. I'm nervous. When
1: will the pain stop? Hate that the Bengals lost.
0: Oh, get over it. That's a young team. It's going to be good for years. Jacob. Great Bruch. season, Jake.
1: Jacob Roosh. Another Jake. Right. Can you guys break that? Da- Can you know. guys break?
0: Can you? Get- oh, I swear. Can you guys
1: break down everything you? Oh, God. Everything you ate while you were there. Take your time off yes. lots of detail. It, it's
0: two two seconds. Talk about the most boring thing. We had breakfast in the hotel every day, which I actually thought was really good. We hardly ever ate lunch because we were. In. We hardly ever ate lunch because we were slammed. I mean, yep. did we we ate lunch they one day.
1: Yeah, they were catered, but we never really ate. They didn't even do so that. One day I had, I had a slider and it was great.
0: And then dinner, we ate we actually I will give LA oh, credit for this. LA has a bunch of like I mean, I guess it's a bar, but it was almost like a restaurant bistro type thing. Like the last dinner we had there, it was a bar type was, setting. Yeah. but It was like excellent food. I, I did enjoy that, but we didn't eat it anywhere like you, I wouldn't remember the name of. Fleming's Steakhouse was great. Fleming's is a chain. Like we've been to the one in Nashville. It was very good, but we didn't go to like any of the LA spots to eat. So very boring.
1: Yeah. That's a, that's a next trip type of thing. We like um, to st- Matt, so, Gones! Is SGC the play now on Bowman Chrome Auto subs given the pricing timing for BGS upgrades?
0: Yeah, it's SGC or PSA. I don't I don't see any world where BGS fits in anymore because of the pricing and the delays. Yep, no question.
1: Alright, two more questions. Let's do this.
0: Seven more, go. Sh- Did we get the No, you have two
1: do, more. Let oh I nice. But
0: everyone on the list will be done. Yes. I love that. Okay. All, good.
1: all except for the very first one, which I didn't read because last time we said we read it, it got cut. So um
0: Do it again. We'll see if they cut it.
1: Jared Latigo. Latigo. Whatever. Jared, I would love to hear Mike's starting point story with wax. I've heard him say he made his money in wax, so I wondered what they looked like, what that looked like. I'm curious where to start in finding out. What would be a good investment for less than $1,000? Oh,
0: my story is going to be useless because it was a totally different world. We walked into a distributor with a business license and we bought 68 cases, 68 or 78. I honestly can never remember which is true, uh, of 2017 Bowman. And without any spend history, we got allocated all 78 or 68 cases. And then we just started full-time flipping like that. Before that, like on a much smaller personal level, I was buying 93 SP boxes, with the Jeter rookies and 89 upper deck boxes with the Griffey rookies had a great rookie. I wanted to have them. I should have kept those. I flipped those SP boxes when they sold for like 600 bucks each, which was double what I paid. I think those SP boxes are thousands now. So find something that is not crazy overproduced that has at least one iconic chase rookie. I think that is the safest play. And then depending on the product and brand, you can find something that fits your price.
1: Chad Ryan, last question. Tips on quickly liquefying product while maximizing profit. How do you take advantage of selling windows when the market rises on a player slash card? Sell under comps on Facebook Marketplace or be at the mercy of eBay auctions? Card shows? Question mark?
0: Yeah, I mean, if card shows are an option, obviously you can go crazy and liquidate stuff if you have good pricing. I mean, if you're set up at a card show at 85% of comps, you're going to sell a lot of stuff. And that's a good price. You're going to make just as much as you would on eBay. If I'm going the eBay route, I'm going with a consigner, auction them, time it well, roll it out, have them sell it, be done with it. If you're tied into the Facebook and Instagram world, yeah, run sales there. Same thing. Go 10% under comps. You're going to sell stuff really quick. And you don't have to worry about returns and stuff like that on those social media platforms either. So, moral of the story, have many options where you can sell.
1: Back when we used to work with Starstuck, I would have promoted that. However, they're a train wreck. I'm not not promoting them because we're not working together. I'm not promoting them just because it sounds like they may be going through some uh, liquidity Sounds like issues, they're I'm garbage sure. human
0: beings too, quite frankly. I hear a lot of- Wait, what? All I All from? I hear now is like how they're putting all this time and attention to marketing and talking about crypto when you've got people's cards and the delays are insane. Stop marketing a new product and get people their stuff back. Oh, don't get me started there. Or I'll go on a rant like you, ne- we'll cut the whole episode. I, if what I hear is true, I hope we hear good stories coming back. All right, be
1: um, honest. Be 100% honest. How many people have you heard that from?
0: A couple, but they're people in the know, not disgruntled customers. Be. So okay. what I would like to know is actually if it, reach out to us on social if you've had an experience with them in the last two weeks. I'd be curious what that was. Good
1: or bad, yeah. not, uh, not just bad. If it's right. good, then that'll help sway uh, an opinion.
0: Yeah, so. I always want an honest opinion. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, there you go. There's your man back.
0: So we'll be back on Thursday with the podcast. Um, Wednesday, we're releasing one more YouTube show. We did like three or four last week. Check up on those sports cards nonsense. Every video for like the next month or two is going to have a nice giveaway because we have so many stocked up from that one event. Um, By the
1: way, there was a Feats of Strength in one of those recent videos we released, if you haven't seen it yet. Jesse dominated Um, a
0: blue checkmark, all I'm going to say.
1: Yali, who, here's the thing, I'm not a big hip-hop guy. Uh, Maybe you guys are. I didn't realize he actually was like a big deal. Like he yeah. like has like uh, actual. In- he has songs on TikTok that you can add to your videos. There
0: you go. When are we doing? An- when are you? He had no use for me. Which I... this is why I like the tag team. By the way, Yali <laughs> had no interest in speaking to me, which is perfect. But you guys yeah. hit it off. He was one yeah. of the few LA people I thought was actually like a real person.
1: Oh, he definitely was one real of person. the few. He was just there trying to market himself. And that's fine. No, with but me. I mean, when you
0: talked to him, there wasn't a camera on. The- like, you guys just talked. Like know. he was a nice dude. I. We met Sasha T. a couple times out there. I, me and Jesse agreed on this. Totally different perception of him after meeting the kid. Young young dude who hustles. Pretty mm-hmm. enlightened guy. I actually enjoyed talking to Sasha as I much as I did. I anything
1: against him beforehand, but no. he's just like, I don't really know what to expect because the only time we met him before was in Wisconsin. And he was, he I, I say big he shot. big time yeah, in Wisconsin. That's fine. A little bit, but that's okay. That's he, he was a busy guy, but well, definitely seemed down to earth.
0: So. Yeah, I actually enjoyed speaking to him this time. Yeah, we met our buddy oh, yes. Jared for the first time. I got to meet Frank for the first time in person. No. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, overall, very successful trip. So, And yeah. I may
1: or may not have dominated the ping pong table. That's enough said. Go watch Two out of three.
0: Video. Ever heard of it? Uh, yeah, so make sure you check out all the YouTube content for some giveaways. We'll be back Wednesday with the YouTube show. And, of course, Thursday with the next podcast here on the Ringer Podcast Network brought to you by Spotify. Uh, you can listen to it anywhere you get podcasts. However you're listening to it now, you can listen to it on. That's all Just I can tell doing you. It. So leave us a review, by the way, on Apple. Some morons left a bad review. Leave us a good review. Oh, when? Was it a recent one? I just said that to get more reviews. I don't know. Maybe they did, though. Oh. If they did, there you go. All right, guys. We'll see you Thursday. Goodbye. Bye. Thursday. Goodbye. Thursday. Goodbye. Goodbye.